This episode was recorded before COVID-19, but the points made by Rhonda Andrews are still true as ever. And there are key leadership lessons to take away in this interview. Sound cartel. Leadership. Some are made for it. Others, not so much. Some are thrown into leadership positions, while others covet a role at the top. But what does it really take to be a good leader? And what's at stake if you're not? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Like it or not, if you're running your own business, you're a leader. Culture, productivity, and staff performance are all driven, ultimately, by you. Rhonda Andrews, director of the Barrington Centre, deals daily with the psychology of leadership, communication, and the impact on staff. And while leadership styles vary wildly, there are core traits that can make or break the team and the business. Rhonda starts by telling me what the essential ingredients are for great leadership. I think we need to start with emotional intelligence, particularly around self-awareness. How do I impact others? The second is social intelligence, and we don't hear about that a lot in Australia. And very much that's about your listening skills and how you connect with others and how you actually see your impact upon others. And so, you know, people would call that pick up the vibe from the group that you're speaking to or the individual. And the third is your technical competency. And very much it's not where you've got to, but what can you learn more effectively and where's your adaptability and flexibility to take that technical competency to another level. And so what are the three things that make terrible leaders and what shouldn't they be doing? In contrast to what I've just said, for me, terrible leaders are poor listeners. They don't connect or get to understand others, don't want to understand others. And the third is they have zero awareness and oblivious of their impact upon others. So therefore, if you have a look at that, when you ask about what shouldn't we be doing, People shouldn't be working in isolation. They should be in a position where they can actually hear. So therefore, the should not is don't cut off your listening. And they shouldn't be blaming others and keep on justifying it's everyone else's fault or problem. Okay, here's a scenario. You've got a toxic manager. Both the CEO and HR are aware of some of the issues, but have put themselves at arm's length. Can the employee keep their job or is raising the alarm a one-way ticket out of the business? It's a good question. It's really like the whistleblower. You know, a direct confrontation is definitely the one-way ticket. So like what we're just talking about, um, there's going to be different styles for different people. But for me, I think the elements of the best approach is to address it in a broad way. So it's encouraging opportunities to talk about it in the language of above the line and below the line behaviours. And then you're linking it in to the business policies and safe work practices. So rather than being extremely direct to that toxic manager, it's actually much broader and it's not a blame game, but rather saying who's fitting in with the above the line, the below the line behaviour, and where does that fit in and link to the organisation's policies and safe work practices? Because then you're getting buy-in 
and you get agreement on this and agreement on the consequences of such behaviours. And then that allows the business to drive the consequence rather than it become a individual fight or a very individual personalised outcome. And that saves and protects the whistleblower, but at the same time, it's making the business responsible for managing the toxic manager. So we're currently in an era of startups, entrepreneurship, and the founder, CEO, but being a founder doesn't always translate to being a competent leader. What's your advice to an entrepreneur taking on a CEO or leadership position for the very first time? I mean, it's really lovely, isn't it, when you look at Australian industry at the moment. We've got so many lovely startups happening and exciting individuals who are just wanting to make a difference. And you're right, they don't have some innate leadership. I'm always encouraging them, firstly, to seek a mentor. Find someone who they trust, they believe, they admire, that could be quite outside their business and quite outside their area of interest, but they like the way they operate and seek them in an informal or formal way of just understanding how how they tick, how they operate and how they actually really build that leadership capacity. The second part is they really need to use a trusted network. Find out, and you only need half a dozen tops, who is it that you can trust to download what's going on, what you're experiencing, what's frightening you, what's exhilarating you, so that you get some feedback, so you're not working in isolation. And the third is I really encourage people to participate in opportunities for networking. So whether that's something that might be around company directors or whether that's business advisory bodies, it's that opportunity of being able to mix with like-minded people, mix with different-minded people so that you're hearing ideas that these new entrepreneurs and founders can bring back into their own businesses. So Rhonda, are there particular industries that value leadership more than others? Where's the leadership benchmark? In thinking about that further, it's individuals that are the great leaders that invest in developing the young ones or the, the new leaders and nurture that talent. For me, it's not so much the industry. It's the way in which they approach the support, the trusting, the encouraging others, and creating a culture of growth and confidence to experiment with their leadership and experiment with their with their role of how they influence others. And that can be influencing other colleagues. It can be influencing people who report directly to them or influencing those who they report to. And for me, that's the rich fabric of diversity, of a really healthy culture and fantastic leadership. That was Barrington Centre Director Rhonda Andrews. Business Essentials Daily is a Sound Cartel podcast, executive produced by Heather Dawson, produced by Nick Schilberger, Chris Ashmore and myself. Technical production by Pete Letts and Belinda Trimboli. I'm Nicole Goodman. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you more B Daily next week.